Welcome to Straight Fire Moms Podcast. I'm Melvina. And I'm Cheryl. And we are reaching out to single moms simply as a supportive means to your parenting process. Today, we are going to be talking about abandoned by their dad. And that's a pretty common theme today. And we just want to address it to help somebody. It may not be for everybody but I think that this will be helpful to someone. Okay, so children, it's a beautiful thing to have children. Childbirth is a beautiful thing. And as children grow, you see the smiles on their faces as they discover the world around them. You look forward to the day they can sit up, walk, eat by themselves, and say mommy. Then, One day, you know, you just happen to go to the pediatrician's office. They're always doing their checkup, looking at milestones, their weight and their growth and height and everything. And then you tell the pediatrician, oh, yes, she said mama. And the pediatrician asks, is she saying dada yet? And you are thinking, well, why does it matter? He's not even in her life. So then... Here you go, leaving the pediatrician's office. And this is another reminder that the man you're trying to get to recognize his own child has abandoned her. But this time you're thinking, let me call him. Let me just tell him about himself. But secretly hoping this time he will respond favorably to your pleadings, beggings, And sometimes you're actually berating. So you're hoping, and he actually this time did say yes, you'll, you'll be able to meet up. But what happened? As usual, he was a no show. So Melvina, is that something that's Uh, familiar to you? Is that something you ever experienced? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as I as I heard you explain that, I I tell you, my heart just goes out to moms because I remember that type of experience, you know, and I also work with women sometimes that are experiencing things like that. um, And they're hurt and they don't understand. But when I did, yes, I did experience that. Um, I was married at the time. And um, the children, we were separated and the children uh, would be so excited because I'm getting them all ready. The girls get their little hair done and everybody's all excited because daddy's coming. Right. And they are sitting there all cute and all waiting and all ready for him to come. And he doesn't show. Okay, so then I have to I have to sit there and try to comfort their hearts and try to help them to feel better about it and everything. Then, of course, I had to fight my mind because I'm upsetting him for letting my babies down again. Right. So it became a yo yo. Right. I just one day put my foot down and it wouldn't happen no more. You know, it's like you are not allowed to continue to hurt my babies. And so. You know, I had that conversation with him. Now, I didn't beg and plead. I really didn't. These are your children and, and, and you know, you're, you're the one missing out, you know, but for the children's sake is why I did it because I know they love their father. So, um, then, uh, I did, I, I had that conversation with him. It's like enough is what not was enough. That it's like that one last time because he would come or this is, was my experience. Then when he did, would come around, he'd come around and he'll bring them a little brown bag full of candy 
from the store, from the corner store, right? And kids don't know no better. They all excited because it's daddy and he's got them candy and all. They're just, they are cloud nine, right? Okay, but when the school clothes had to be bought and when, the, you know, the medicals had to be taken care of and when the food might run short and all those things, he was nowhere to be found. Their actual father, right? Yeah. And so I just got tired of the disappointment beyond all that it was okay all the other stuff i'm talking about yeah i went through all that but it's okay but what wasn't okay is those little sad faces that i had to deal with and i had to make them feel better and still help them to think good of their dad right that was the thing right and so i had made up my mind that you weren't going to keep hurting my babies right and so i had that conversation with them and i let them know you know um uh what you're not going to do again is to stand my babies up so what me and the babies are going to do, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead with our life, right? And when you mature enough to be the father that you know that you're supposed to be, like I'm being the mom I'm supposed to be, then we can talk about this again. But in the meantime, and then, you know, it was about the child support situation. You know, yes, uh, I agree. Yes, I went to do what I needed to do to have child support because back then, you yeah. called it welfare back then. Yeah. So I was on that with four children, right? After me and my husband had, had parted. But um, the thing the thing about it was, is that, you know, then you had to, if you were gonna get assistance and things like that. And now my babies was like really small, okay? So so that's why I was on it, right? But when, they, when my last child was big enough to tell me if anybody hurt them or did something to them, then I went back to school and I went to work, right? But in the meantime, I was there for my children. But I had to cooperate with the legal system, you know, to be able to get the benefits that I did to take care of the kids until I could go to work. And so uh, with that being said, I did agree with them, but I wasn't one of the ones who tracked him down, chased him down about no money. I didn't talk, I didn't do all that. I told him, if you never take care of these children, I will. They're my children, I love them, and by the grace of God, I will take care of them. And that's what happened. It was enough was enough because it's like how it's like how how long do you go through that cycle how long you know and there's some women some women unfortunately see my thing i wasn't i wasn't blue over him you know god had healed me i wasn't you know i wasn't longing for him and just wanting his attention and what and sometimes women go through that because they have not settled with the uh, feeling of abandonment from that relationship right and so therefore they they they're still worried about them and they use the children unfortunately. So yes, that was my experience too. Yeah. And I think that a lot of uh, moms, they're really, you know, had dreams of having the father present or being married with children. Oh, oh yeah. And then it's, yeah. Yeah. And the dreams were dashed. Um, or maybe they thought that that boyfriend was really there for them. Mm -hmm. And once the child came along, where they were nowhere to be found. And that woman, I tell you, it's one of the most devastating things sometimes women go through in their mind about it. Yes. Because they feel abandoned. Yes. They feel insecure. Yes. They feel like like, uh, like they're not worthy or something, you know what I mean? And it's like, how could that person do this to them? You know, that was, they gave them, they gave of themselves. To, that's what it, we, we have no business giving ourselves to men like that unless we're married. Exactly. You know? 
because that's not that even that's no guarantee but i'm just saying you know we you know we get as women sometimes we give way too much of ourselves, even our children right. you know we're all into this relationship with this man like he's our husband and he's not even our husband half right. the time and then our children are all wrapped up we've got the kids hearts wrapped up there so then all of a sudden he walk away right and he walk away then what right then you're sitting up there not just looking stupid or, I hate to say it that way because come on, we all have done it. We all have done it. You I've know? been there. Yeah, yeah, we've all done it. So I and I look stupid too when I did it, right? Uh, but you know, before I became as a young woman, whatever. But the point I'm making is we do all these things, and then and then we're looking crazy. Now our children. The problem with the children is the, the children don't feel secure. Kids need to feel secure. They need stability. You know, they can't have that when mom's tripping over the fact that dad's out there herself. Right. And it's almost like you put your child up there in front of a bullet. You know, you're like pushing your child out there in, front, in the front so you take a shield so you don't get hurt anymore. So now you can't get through that man because that man's done with you. He don't want to be bothered with you anymore. Right. You know? Right. You know, and sometimes just because a baby came into the scene, some of them turned their back, right? So now he's done with you. Right. And now you're not, you weren't, that that was, was abrupt to you and you didn't, you didn't expect that relationship to end like that. Right. So now you're still reaching and you're still, so now you're pushing this baby out there with your, with your daughter, with your son, with your right. daughter, your son, all right. of the man's, you know, trying to, yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times you'll see that if that man has rejected you and walked away, not just from you, they walked away from you and the child. Mm -hmm. But their loyalty should be, or their, um, they should be taking care of the child, whether it's uh, emotionally, psychologically, financially, those things should be in place. But once they walk away and you notice that they're not doing that, um, you're, you're hurt because yeah, they saying. walked away. That's what I'm saying. But now you're thinking, like you said, well, if he hears his child's voice, I don't mm -hmm. think he can deny his child. So let me get them to call. At least you're hoping that you're hoping that mm -hmm. he doesn't. And then he denies your child. And then oh, you're boiling you're just, a death. You're, yeah, you're boiling a death. How could you do this to my child? Mm -hmm. But he did it to you. Mm -hmm. What makes you think that he wouldn't do it to another human being? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sad. you have to get a grip on life and look at reality now don't be concerned about being a statistic well it is what it is at this point it's your experience it's yes. the mistakes that we make yeah because we can't be we can't listen we cannot depend on anybody and what another human being about what they will do we can't control what they do we we learn that even in church it's not about I have to have self-management, right? As apostle says, self-management. So I ha I can't manage what that person does. It's wrong as two left shoes. Okay. The Bible says the man that won't provide for his family is worse than they're worse than somebody don't even believe in even God at all, right? So so we already know, but the thing about it is that you said we have to get a grip. We have to be able to let God our let God, then that's why I said let God heal you so that you'll be able to be there and be uh, a healthy mentally, emotionally things for your children, you know, because they, they go through those things too. They're going they through do. that hurt too. They They're do. feeling that abandonment. They don't understand why daddy don't call, why daddy's not here. How come daddy don't come over no more? How come this, how come, you know I mean? That's whether he was married to you or not. Right. And but, you have to have real conversations with, with your, your children. children. Yes. You know, you can't force 
an adult to do anything. So if you say to your child, well, you know, I'm not sure why dad's not doing what he's doing, but you know what? This is what we're going to do exactly. because exactly. life is going to have to go on. You have an um, awesome future ahead of you. And I want to show you that side of all the great things that are coming, uh, that are ahead of us mm -hmm. so that we're not focused on dad. If dad gets his life together, if dad decides he wants to come back and see you, then fine. But in the meantime, you know, we're going to discover this world together. That's right. And you make your children feel, you make, you make, you, you lay that groundwork down with them true enough, but then you feel, you feel your life. So, and their life. So to, they don't even miss that situation. Absolutely. And that's what we did. And I, and I tell you, um, I stayed married for four, not four years, I'm sorry, for seven years. And in the case, I didn't want to um, put my kids through all that drama of a divorce situation, right? I wanted them to get used to our life of our own. And that's what we got. We got used to our life. So by the time I got my divorce, I told my kids I had got divorced. Okay. They was all right. We're good. You know, they, yeah. they, and, and they, they didn't miss a step. Right. You know, right. but that's because God allowed us to, um, to um, go on with our lives and not be blue and not you know, sulk and be depressed and, you know, and eat ourselves to death and all these different things, right? right? right. All these different crutches and, and things that we do are, are uh, because of him, right? right? right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that <clears throat> as moms, single moms, also, we need to recognize that our children are looking to us. They're looking at us and want to know how is mom managing, you know? how is um how are we going to move forward from here because maybe they've seen mom depend on the mm -hmm. dad so much or you know or the child is so young still mm -hmm. one two years old and you decide to get them a, a cell phone and you're saying here let's go facetime dad hoping that him seeing your child's face is gonna melt his heart and you know, have him turn from his his ways, but there's a lot of energy you're spinning. You're spinning your wheels, trying to get an adult to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. And so it's really going to be important for that child to know how valuable they are, no matter what the uh, what the father is saying or not doing or whatever broken promises and all. You even I wouldn't even tell them. If they called and said, "Hey, I want to meet up with," I wouldn't even tell them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, you're right. I and wouldn't give right. them the exactly. time of day exactly. and let them know. Uh, you know what? I'll know when you're ready. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, don't call us. Don't don't stop by mm -hmm. or any of that. Mm -hmm. We're gonna move on because this child is gonna know how valuable and loved she is, right. or he is with or without you and i am all for don't get me wrong i am all for dad seeing their children absolutely if you, if, if you two can't work it out i don't care that's you guys kids you got to do what's best for them i'm all for the men being in the in that the ch children's life but what i say is that 
and I'm still the mother and I have to protect my children. So if that means that they're not, if I could keep them from being crushed, I will. When you mature enough to, to, to get it together. And if you, if you want a couple of test things, testing times, say, for example, you, you contact me and you want to see them. Well, then you, and, and I agree to it and when and where and all that. And then once we make that agreement, I won't tell them, but then if you come, then they get a chance to see you and they're happy and they're whatever the case might be. I'm right. okay with that. Right. right. But what you're not going to do is let my babies boohoo and cry yourself to sleep because you were another no show. Right. And that's not happening. And that, at least that's the way I was. I agree. I yeah. agree. And you know, one of the things that also, uh, moms, you need to ask yourself honestly and answer yourself because sometimes you have family members or friends that are really interested in what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And they might ask you some questions and you don't want them in your business. Oh, well, it's you know. embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Yeah. But you know what? You got to move on. Yeah, you do. But I'm just saying that's why, you know, that's why we do that stuff because we back True. up and we don't want them knowing because it's embarrassing. We're right. like, oh, it would, see, we're so stuck on what could have, would have, should have. Right. And that's what the problem is. When women's, women are, they're emotional anyway. But when you're emotionally attached to that relationship that you feel abandoned from, and then the thing about it is, is that it is, you go through all those different things, all those, you know, emotions of, of, of of, of being abandoned, of being uh, like it, it should have been this way. It was supposed to go this way. It was no, no, no. We got to get to a point. And I, I listen, the hurt be real. I get that. And I always tell anybody, it's no hurt like the world hurt because I, I don't hurt like that no more by the grace of God. But I'm just saying that's a piercing stuff because we don't know better. We really don't know no better. Right. We don't. We're, we're blinded and we don't see that. It, 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 we're blinded to those things, right? So. We, so what we do is we let our emotions get carried away with us. You know, we feel rejected. We feel so many things we allow ourselves to feel. And it's so hard when you're feeling all those things, it's so hard to support and help that child. That's why I'm all for mom. That's why I'm an advocate for moms, single moms, because if single moms can get it together, then they can make a beautiful life for their, their children. And so this is the thing. It's not like none of nobody out there just listen to us. And some people have to say, oh, that's so cruel. No, it's not. What's cruel is hurting them babies. That's what's cruel. But the, the point is that if, if we could get it together and every everybody that's listening to this, trust me, we've been through it. I've been through it. I know it's like when I talk about, you know, those emotions and this, this, that, and the other, just abandonment. Yeah, I felt all that. Every bit of it. I did it certain times in my life. It may not be with that relationship. It was with another, trust me. So my point is, we have to we have to get ourselves together to help the children. It's about them. It's about them, mom. It's about their well-being. It's about the betterment of their outcome, right? We got to be healed because how are we going to be an example? We don't. Right. And you have to, as in your being honest with yourself, um, take, a take time to write in a journal. You need to write through this journey. You need to write what feelings, what true feelings you're having, because remember, you know, you didn't want anybody in your business. And I get that. I've been there, done that. You need to take time to be honest. If you're feeling angry right now, get that book out, write down why you're feeling angry and get to the root of it and see how is this gonna help you raise your child 
and to uh, move past this particular area. It's not going to always be like that, though. You don't have to let that anger consume you. You don't have to let the feelings of rejection consume you. Because if you allow those things to consume you, it actually spills over into your child. They can feel and sense these things. But they're already angry. They already got the little anger. They already are. They're dealing with their own emotions inside. That's why they can't afford to carry you and worry about you with yours too. Right. And you know, I hear you say journaling all the time. And that's good for people to journal. You know, I, I never journaled. I never did. Every People have their different ways of processing mm-hmm. stuff and the way they right. deal with it. And, right. You know, and, and, um, and, and, um, process it right right i was just thinking about what you said but mine's never been journaling but yeah right but you know you have to have some kind of way to process your emotions Mm -hmm. don't necessarily feel guilty or anything about your emotions this is something you're experiencing right now i used to cry out to god about mine right whatever i felt whatever i thought I would just cry. I go in my little room and my little my little space and just cry out to God. And just because it'll be so raw and so real to him where maybe I couldn't tell my family member you're talking about this inquiring. You know right. what I mean? But I could get in my little closet, so to speak, uh, my room and close my door and just cry and give it all to God. You know? Right. Right. And that's that's how I process mine. And he yeah. helped me too. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the other thing because um we are emotional creatures. However, what we have to do with those emotions is we need to get in our Bible, like you were saying, we need to line it up with the word of God. Mm -hmm. We need to say, God, this is what I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. I really don't like this, but this is what I, this is honestly how I'm feeling Mm -hmm. right now. And search God's word and see what he says about anger. Mm -hmm. And then you, God, okay, this is what you said to do about anger. Mm -hmm. And then say god just allow that to 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 just take me over just what your word says because my foundation right now is not based on your word because i am so angry right now that i could literally chop his head off mm-hmm. I would, okay. okay yeah and then what you have to do what you what you can do this is not for everybody everybody as you said mel processes differently mm-hmm. but to come up under what the word of god says So when you start having that feeling of anger, you have the foundation of God's word to go to. Okay, God, I'm feeling that anger again. But you said, be angry, but sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your anger. Okay, God, you said not to let this wrath overtake me. So God, I'm feeling angry, but I'm just going to pull on your word right now because I don't know what else to do. And building your foundation on what he said is what's going to get you through because then you'll be able to share this with your children because they're going through that emotional um roller coaster as well because there's no one there and if your emotions are not in check you're definitely not going to be able to help your child get their emotions in check. I know. And I, I just could visualize sitting there crying, sitting there crying with your baby, talking about, oh, we're going to be okay. They don't love us no more. What? What? See, that's the kind of joke. I'm talking about mamas have to get it together. Right. And then everybody next we know that we're Christian based, uh, you know, uh, podcast, but still have to protect those children. Right. So you have to have a positive way of doing that. We know that th- this is the better way, but I'm just saying everyone, you know, uh, has to 
has to have a way of processing because it's your responsibility as a parent not to uh, put your weight on that child, not just right. that, to, but to make that child's burden lighter. Right. Of the, with their natural, the natural humanistic uh, mindset, emotions are with situations like that. Right. You know? But moms just need to know that they're that, that they're not they're not the only ones. It's so many. So yeah. many, we all we all have process. We all go through life, yeah. and sometimes we get ourselves in these situations, and sometimes they just happen. But yeah. nonetheless. And then make sure you have a uh, have time to have your child talk about what they're feeling, what their emotions are, because you don't want them to bottle it up. Mm-hmm. They'll go to school, they'll talk to their friends about it, and their friends give them their own advice, their limited advice. But you want them to feel free to share with you what they're feeling, yeah, okay? That- because it won't always be that way. You share the word of God with them and let them know that, you know, God hears their cries. He's going to answer as you cry out to God and know that I'm that you're valuable and that you are loved. God loves you more than you know. And my biggest thing with all, all of it is to show them, show them be that example and show them the love let them see and let them feel comfortable because kids need stability they need security they need to be safe they need to be loved and moms just continue doing a good job and do that and if you find that you've not been doing it so well you can always make that change and make it better all right so um thank you for listening until next tuesday I'm Cheryl. And I'm Melvina with Straight Fire Moms.